on the next episode of Sip Suds and Smokes. Today we have a unique blind tasting. Now you have to open your eyes, Justin. Not, not okay. Keep, not, we'll keep them closed. Okay. I have selected three American whiskeys and three Scotch whiskeys, all with various ages. We have all tasted these with absolutely no labels other than A, B, or C. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, step right up and be a winner. All right, so I've tried to keep this all fair with no finished barrels or anything uh, anything to alter the whiskey other than time and wood. That's it. So this episode was inspired by the thousands of conversations that we have had about age statements and observing consumer behavior with such information around a particular product. We'll be right back after this break. live from the dude in the basement studios why because that's where the good stuff is it sips suds and smokes with your smoking host the good old boys It's sippin' time. Wait, wait, wait. Don't change the channel just yet. Because <laughs> this is a, a sip seg segment where everything good in life is worth discussing. As always, we might be the best thing on at 2 a.m., depending on specifically... Yeah, well, you know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. The dude is always right. <laughs> This is I'll a one-hour show day. that is mildly enhanced and entertaining for 14 minutes. Today. Hey, hey, hey. These aren't enhanced. These are my natural. <laughs> <laughs> We're going for 16 today. Brent will be the judge of that later. That's all I have to say. Negotiate <laughs> <Go shake> well. <laughs> Bam. Once again. And often. That's correct. Well, this is good old boy Mike. And joining me here at the table are some of the coolest co-hosts that we've always had here in our SIP segments. Who's coming? Yeah, I know. How about that? Why are they not here yet? Maiden Man Bob is joining me. Howdy, howdy. Good old gal, Denise. Good morning, gentlemen. Maiden Man Maury. Sweet dreams. Sweet dreams? You're saying <laughs> made of this. in advance? That I is, am. That is, is that your greeting process? That is. Yeah, I look forward to coming to your house. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Hello and goodbye. And Dr. Glue. <laughs> good old boy, Justin. Thank you. Thank you Thanks very much. for being so wordy today. Yes. Peace and love. Peace and love. Smell like glue, Justin. That's again. fine. Ignore Ringo. Don't don't introduce Ringo. Well, our sip segments are all about wine, distilled spirits, tea, and coffee. And today we have a unique blind tasting. No, you have to open your eyes, Justin. Not, not okay. Keep, not, keep them closed. Okay. I have selected three American whiskeys and three Scotch whiskeys, all with various ages. We have all tasted these with absolutely no labels other than A, B, or C. All right, so I've tried to keep this all fair 
with no finished barrels or anything uh, anything to alter the whiskey other than time and wood. That's it. Brent has a natural order who's going to join us on the bourbon segment a little bit later, but that may toss off all this out of whack. So, you know, just uh, you'll have to get through that. The two other lawyers at the table are banned from saying other th- anything that is close to it depends. Okay. Oh, <laughs> uh, there goes my billing. <laughs> but you don't want him to have, be sitting in a puddle. Depends is what keeps him dry. Doc, well, you true. cannot overbill anybody for any of this process <laughs> whatsoever. Okay. This I'm is NPR. Bob's upholstery. <laughs> this is Correct. NPR. This is not Medicaid. Yeah. <laughs> so this episode was inspired by the thousands of conversations that we have had about age statements and observing consumer behavior with with you know such information around a particular product i thought we could actually use someone that sounds old or with age and well maury that's you thank you so i want you to see if you can park your walker over there and tell everybody what we're actually going to be doing with your teeth in this time, please. I'd appreciate it. Use the use the good fix a dent this time. Around. Okay. Well, thank you. Uh, you know, it's less important to have teeth than it is to have pants. And I do want to point out <laughs> that the pantsless horseman pants is actually so overrated. Is actually the oldest member of this cast. Mm-hmm. Really? really? Mm-hmm. Yes. No, no lie. No <laughs> wow. lie. No lie. I the will ask Brent to keep his teeth in in the future as well. <laughs> okay, so here are our sips ratings with our signature sounds. That means Maury's overplaying the part. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One sip. One Please poo. give me a glass of water to wash out my mouth. Two sips. Nice. But what else do you have? What was that? <laughs> I think he accidentally set on one of the boys. It happens when you get old. They kind of hang well. Yeah. They hang a little yeah, low. Yeah, I know. I'm yeah. a nurse. Three. It's a hemorrhoid-free <laughs> day, boy. Okay? Don't, don't ever play the part, man. Interesting. What was this again? Interesting. Four sips. Let's keep this a secret to ourselves. Pour me another. That's classified. And creepy. Very creepy. Sips. That's the guy with the van. I was unaware anything could be this good. Oh, my goodness. That sounds like the guy in the van with no windows. Yes. The one that says free candy on the side. Right. Yeah. Come over here, kids. Next to my walker. Just rub it gently. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we flipped a coin earlier, whether we were going to cover scotch or American whiskeys first. And, well... Brent is a loser on this one, so we're actually going to start with Scotch. Yes. And then Justin and Brent are going to swap out. So, look, this is very simple. We're going to, we have samples A, B, and C. We're going to go through each of these. We have some questions, which is, you know, which one's oldest, you know, guess that age, you know, which was the youngest and guess that age. And, you know, then a simple question, which is, you know, do consumers buy these products by age statement? And it's just actually driving, you know, kind of marketing and, and pricing around it, which, you know, that's probably the nut of a lot of our conversations around age, which is, I wouldn't pay that for that, you know. But we already know that to be true. Mm. Consumers are biased by age statements. Have you met the people from Alabama? <laughs> you know, so... <laughs> <laughs> 
It's yes. about balance of the trailer, man. You know, so <laughs> the one seven five actually levels that bad boy out. Right. So you know, that's right. true. Well, and if you got true. a double wide, dude, you better buy both two cases of Bud Light and the Doors. Okay, so because <laughs> that's pinkies up, right? Absolutely. Yeah. So uh, let's start off uh, here with Scotch. Is what we're going to start off with here. Um, so let's go with uh, sample A. Did you think it was the oldest or the youngest? And, I thought know, it was any, the oldest. Any I thought tasting notes you had around it. I, I did thought too. A was really nice. It was a little on the lighter side, but it was balanced. It was smooth. It had a, a beautiful mouth feel. Had a medium finish. Uh, it was a classic all day sipper, everyday scotch. I, I thought it was delicious, and I estimated it to be about fifteen years old. Ooh, wow! First one guess fifteen. All right. I also guessed 15 years old. And um, he cheated. He it was sweet. Paper. But um, the glue note in this one is definitely late semester glue. <laughs> late semester. Yeah. It's not the first week of middle school. Sensory it's training. The That's end. Yeah. It's at the end. Hmm. No, I thought, it, I thought it was the oldest. Um, I didn't want to say 15. Oh. But then I looked at my notes, and another one was 12. So I have to say more than 12. And I guess 15 would be a really good number for that. Um, on the nose, I was a little concerned. But then on the palate, there it was. Palette it's was definitely delicious. the oldest, or at least I believe it was the oldest. But the nose, I, I really didn't get anything on the nose. But I was pleasantly surprised. No, the nose was not really enticing. It yeah. did not really invite you into what was to come. Yeah. No, a little grassy, a little spicy. Nice. Uh, I, I want to hear Bob first. What do you oh, think about geez. sample A? Ringer. There's always a ringer. You cannot say the words Mercurochrome or Band-Aid. <laughs> um, okay, thank you, sir. <laughs> or it's been nice hands. hearing from you today. <laughs> a was, was a nice, light, classic-style malt. B was... Uh, no, 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 we're just talking about A <laughs> We're just right talking now. about A. Stick to the subject at yeah. hand. So what... Did you think A was the oldest or the youngest? And if you had to say what age, you know, you were guessing there. Um, I was definitely. I think it was definitely older than six. It's hard to tell with something that's peated because um, that throws you off. So I mean, it could be a toss-up. I think between four and five, or A and B, and I, I'm probably going to lean towards A. Maybe ten years, twelve years. Ooh, twelve. Huh. I, so I think the most interesting part of what you guys are saying is. You're saying 15 is actually old scotch. And I mean, that is like in the middle yeah. of most, you know, age for scotch. And you're saying that this is, so Mari, you said this is the oldest product. Yes. Right? Denise, yes. Did you, yes. I think that's what you Out said of the as well. three. Yes. Interesting. I didn't say 15 is old for a scotch, but of these three, I thought this was the oldest. Well, so, I just figured since Mike brought it, 15 would probably be about as old as he'd ever go, the cheap son of a. Yeah. yeah, that's kind of well. I didn't want to say that, but yeah. that's what I was thinking. I thought uh, this was in the middle of the three. You thought it was in the middle. But Bob yeah. said something about peat. Did you guys get any peat on this first whiskey? I got none. No, no. I wrote second one. floral oh. and honeysuckle yeah. were the mm -hmm. main okay. two yeah, components that definitely. I had around this. It's hard to. It's hard the wood to is very judge the age. Subtle. You know when you're dealing it's with the, the back end of the palate of this. It's not a wood bomb. I actually wrote down. I put it in the middle. You know of. I did peg it as a 15 year, but. I was saying that I thought that this was not the oldest product uh, in the lineup. So it's interesting. Uh, let's rate this up and then I'll do the reveal. What did you guys think of what this was from one to five here? 
So I see it is a, our SIPs rating for sample A, which I'll tell you about in one second, is a four. That's classified. And the big reveal for this is... Ba, ba, ba. Drum roll. What part of Scotland do you think it's from? I didn't ask you that. Highland. Stayside. Highland. The part Stayside. with Scotsman in it. Huh. <laughs> well, it's from Ireland, laddie. It's Boonhaven. Uh, really? It's a 27-year classic cask. So this is wow. Alan's product, you know, <laughs> that all of you have probably tasted before is a 27-year Boonhaven. And uh, oh, so I have the 25 Boonhaven. Mm -hmm. It tastes nothing it like tastes this. It tastes nothing no. like some of the others. And that's what's so interesting is that, um, it, you know, with Boonhaven, especially the amount of wood presentation that you get off some of the advanced age, you know, elements of Bunahaben, and especially the level of peat has a huge uh, marginal, you know, change, you know, around this. So knowing that, would you, you know, pony up the big bucks, you know, this is probably 300 plus bucks, you know, on, on the market. It's a delicious scotch. I don't know that I willingly uh -huh. spend 300 bucks on it. Interesting. Is it because you wouldn't spend 300 bucks on a 15 year and that's what you thought it was? Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Huh. But I think that having tasted it, it makes a difference. Walking in and seeing it as a 27 year old Boonahabin, you wouldn't think twice about spending 300 bucks. But on the palate, I think it drinks like a buck and a half. We'll be right back with you rat bastard mike just a second after this episode hey welcome back to this sips episode of sips Suds, and smokes today on today's episode it is a blind tasting that we're going through three american whiskeys and three scotch products and we're just trying to talk a little bit about age and age statements um and you know can you guess, you know, what's in the glass, you know, today? So welcome to this guess my age or, you know, Mike, that rat bastard is uh, screwed with us again, <laughs> depending <laughs> on how you want to call this episode. <laughs> so uh, let's move on to sample B of the scotches. What did you think of that one? And are you, first off, are you revising, you know, your tasting notes? You're like, oh man, that's old. And so now I know that I've eliminated, you know, now I know which one's youngest, which one's in the middle. No, no I didn't like revise that. mine. All right. No, no revisions no. needed. No. All right. So what do you think of sample b justin so it was smoky peaty it definitely had like a lot of malt notes and um it was definitely like mid-semester glue mid-semester <laughs> mid-semester today you know yeah sensory training that's all I was and i thought it was on on the younger side so i would say about six years old mm, there's one guess wow interesting and oh, definitely not a space side. Uh, Main man Bob, what do you think of uh, sample B of our scotches here? I liked it, but I'm I like Pete, so that one automatically is going to appeal to me. I you were playing for the other team, <laughs> so it most of us like was Jane, very nice. Like Pete. It was not overdone. Uh, had a nice palate to it. Had a good peaty flavor, but it wasn't you know cloying and mouth coating and you know ruins you for the rest of the day. It's got a real nice light nose. Um, I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was very good. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Good old gal, Denise. What do you well, think of Well, I thought it was the youngest here? of the lineup. Oh, interesting. Um, I gave it around 10 years. Hmm. Um, and the reason for that, honestly, is I love Pete. So I'm like Bob. I love Pete. Um, and I love the nose. And I was very excited. But honestly, it felt very one note. A little just Pete. 
and wasn't really well-rounded enough and didn't have a great mouthfeel. I mean, it wasn't unpleasant, but I would have liked a little bit more of a flavor profile. And I thought maybe that all that peat without the flavor profile, going to make it a little bit younger. So I give it 10 years. Mm. Made my but I more. would drink it. I mean, don't get well, me wrong. <laughs> having nothing to do with who and how and where and what, I actually agree with just about everything that Denise said. Holy heck. Holy heck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do we have a sound effect for that? <laughs> 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 we have the angels playing. Yeah, can the angels sing? <laughs> I, I also, there will be wedded bliss today. <laughs> without looking at your notes, I called it a 10-year-old. I thought it was the youngest of the group. It was definitely peaty and the smoky. And I agree with you. It just was not as inspiring as some of the things we've had. And I tend to like note. more peak than but you do. But it was do. really one so, note. And uh, there was nothing inherently wrong was. with it. It just was not complex it was just somewhat ordinary uh-huh. uh my own uh, notes around sample b the peat is definitely up front on this yes and, um the there's a lot of floral components around this i actually wrote down daisies but they come in late flowers. you got to really let it air know, out I to kinda, get that i thought it was mid palette it finished out really complex and i actually thought this was the oldest of the flight really? and uh so I, i'm thinking art bag yeah that's just me so, i'm just thinking lagavulin Mm. So let's rate this up here of what you thought of sample B from one to five here. Mm. Mm. We're going to call it a three, uh, Sips rating of three. And (laughs) this sample B is going to be the youngest product. Yay. And it is Ardmore 8. Ardmore 8. Ardmore 8. Well, calling it a rival in 10 is not far off. (laughs) That's not far yeah, yeah, wrong age and different distillery, but you're right, right there. <laughs> Other than scotch. that, exactly the same thing. Yeah, right. it's a scotch. It's scotch. Yeah, you got the right island. Yeah, uh, you yeah. got the right yeah. country yeah. out of that well, one. At least way I to go, more. At least I didn't call it Islay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or I slay. Or you slay. We all slay. <laughs> so when you so, I think one of the more interesting parts of these two products is is that um, if you had in. If you had asked me up front, and even the way I captured my own notes, is that I don't really think that I've paid attention to the way that peat interplays with age. And it, it, between these two products, the youngest product had the strongest peat presentation. And over time, that became more subtle with the Bunahaben. But I don't know that that is a really strong that holds true, you know, across all of. But I know, think Peter that products. does hold true for Bunahaben. I've noticed with Bunahaben, as true. it gets older, the peat fades, I can and the older that. the Bunahaben, the less peat there is. Uh, their twenty-five is also not very heavily peated, but more so than the twenty-seven. So I think it depends. You can say that, Doc. The other lawyers at the table <laughs> can't say that today. That's right. Well, uh, I've exercised my trump card. It depends. <laughs> You've overbuilt somebody for that comment. Here's a trump card. It's a fantastic trump card. It's the greatest trump card anyone has ever seen. It's huge. It is huge. It's the most amazing trump card. Somehow, some way. All right. So our last uh, sample C of the scotches. uh, What did you think of that one? Oldest, youngest, age? In the middle. Middle. In the middle for me. Mm. What's your age uh, guess, uh, good old gal Denise? 10 to 12. Mm, 12. When do your tasting notes around this one? Oh, I like this, actually. I like the nose. I thought, um, on the palate especially, I really thought that it had a a nice flavor profile. It was sweet and florally lovely. I mean, not on a winter's day, but definitely I could sip this by the pool. 
in the summer. That's something no that kind of caught me back by this flight was the element of floral was yeah, absolutely and in all three of these yeah. and, I, and and i enjoy that and so most people that was you know, if you probably ask them straight up about scotch you're like oh you're gonna taste peat and wood and that's it right. and i like, really thought you were just getting in touch with your feminine side with all the flowers well, that's okay. me, yeah for as good as all these were you know yeah main man Moyer, what did you think of uh, sample c here versus i liked it i again i agree with uh nurse Denise, he almost said ratchet. He almost uh, said ratchet. My tongue. He had to one step stop. forward, three steps back. That's right. Okay. I think it's a pleasant all-day <laughs> nice sipper. It's a beautiful single malt. It's well made. It's about twelve years old. I think it comes from the Highland. I love the floral notes on it. I think it's got a beautiful, subtle palette with lots of finesse. I liked it. You gave it the uh, same age, ten to twelve. He's, I yeah, I said 12. Yeah. 12. Okay. Spot on yeah. 12. Good boy, Justin. What do you think of this one? I thought it was 20 years old. Mm. It was sweet. And as far as the glue note on this one, it was like fresh. <laughs> fresh. The school year just new started. Glue, new container. Summer's over. <laughs> so you're sad about that, but happy about the new glue. Yeah. So um, it was really, really good. I was mm. like, rated this one highly. Yeah. Made Man Bob. It's got some really nice, sweet floral notes to it. It definitely improved with water. Um, I don't know about about twelve. Thinking hmm. about twelve years, about 12 maybe ten as well. Um, some of my own uh, tasting notes here around sample. I wrote subtle was the very first word that mm -hmm. I wrote. It just it was one of those things that nothing was really kind of you know incredibly accentuating. It went a lot of peat, a lot of wood, right? The sugar components and the second word. It, it's uh, so I'm going to, I hope somebody steals this tasting note because it was flower, flowers in a drive-by. It was like somebody, you know, just walking by. It's the, the runaway bride. Yeah. It wasn't all the there, but it, it definitely went by my palate. You know, I don't yeah. know if it was at pace or slow or whatever. I mm -hmm. like that description. description. The runaway yeah. bride. Cool. It wasn't all the way floral, but there was something that went through there. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was peating on the finish. So... And again, you know, it's that same, you know, that same conception. You're like, well, if it's peaty, then I think that, you know, it's been in the wood long enough and it probably is going to have some. I actually guess this as the youngest product, you know, between the three. Um, let's uh, rate this up and talk about it. Three here. Let's see. Uh -huh. So our SIPs rating here for sample C is going to be a three. Interesting. And the big reveal on what this is, is this is Glenn Farkley, 12. 12. Okay. Yes. Nailed it with a 12. Yeah, so yeah. A, lot of, a lot of us hit the age statement around this, except Dr. Glue. And, you well, know, because it's new glue. On it's right. side. That threw me off. And me. I guessed it was the youngest uh, in the lineup as well. So, uh, I don't know. Uh, well worth it. Do you think you would have? I, I have no idea what Glenn Farkley, you know, 12 costs. So. I'm guessing it's like not, 50 bucks. Yeah, it's not real expensive. Okay. Um, would you consider this a good middle of the road average, you know? Scotch? I think this is worth yeah. the money. Yeah. I think this is spot on in terms of price and quality and value. It's a, it's definitely something that anybody can enjoy. It's an easy sipper. It's a nice. Even Brent would like this. Mid to entry level. Even Brent no, could would. drink it. <laughs> no, he wouldn't. 
Yeah, he's about to hop on microphone here in a bit. I am curious if he's been sampling any of the scotches today, just out of his. And it's a fraction of the cost of number one, the Bunahaben. And I think for the money, you can't go wrong with this. I agree. Probably at the price point and considering the exponential element of it all, I would have the Glenn Farkley 12 all day long, you know, yeah. for 50 or 60 bucks. Sure. Yeah. You, know, you bet. I'd drink the Bunahaben if it was on your dime. But oh, yeah. if I had to go out and buy it, <laughs> well, thanks, Doc. I appreciate. Yeah, if that. I had to go out and buy you it know. at whatever it's going to cost for a twenty-seven-year-old, well, he said it came out of his bottle, so you are drinking <laughs> right. it off. That's of him. right. So yeah, well, that's much better. Well, thank so you. That's, that's why it tastes so good. Yeah. You know, if I had to pay for it, I'd be I'd step in it down a down a notch or two. Well, uh, I thought we'd take a break here from our discussion with a topic worthy of discussion. And I was, you know, there's always interesting things that kind of run by me, but this storyline uh, was really quite funny. Um, so it was about an artist that ends up taking a museum's $84,000 to return the blank canvas titled Take the Money and Run. <laughs> so Jens Janning, uh, Anning says he has no plans to repay the Newston Museum of Modern Art which expected him to incorporate the cash into a new artwork. According to Euronews, Tom Bateman, a museum spokesperson, says the institution has a written agreement, a contract, <laughs> with yawning <laughs> that the money must be returned when the ex exhibit ends on January 16th, 2022. But the artist tells Danish radio program P1 Morgan that he has no plans. I don't, have, I don't know how you say that in Danish, but he ain't returning the money, so... The work is that I've taken the money. That's <laughs> you know about as you know subtle as he's made it. Um, so he drew inspiration from the the pay Newston offered from the artwork. Per Euro News, his contract included a display fee of fifteen hundred dollars and a reimbursement for expenses up to sixteen hundred dollars. Yawning tells P One that he had to spend roughly three thousand nine hundred dollars of his own money on the work. Oh, that is the most expensive it blank canvas I think you'd ever purchase <laughs> on the free planet. Were you like leveling it with the you know ley lines of the Earth or something for thirty nine hundred bucks? So, anyway. Uh, the museum hung in the canvas in the spot where it had planned to put Hanning's work as part of an exhibit called Work It Out. I don't know which is more entertaining, the fact that the piece is called Take the Money, money and, and Run, run. or it's in a part called Work It Out. So. <laughs> <laughs> How's that even possible? So oh, no. which scotch would this artist be drinking? Sample A, B, or C? <laughs> You know, he's drinking something. He'd be drinking A on scotch. your dime. <laughs> I'm thinking right. he's smoking something really, really highly powerful. Um. So, I do you think this was like a premeditated thing? Yes. Before he took, you think he, he think knew he what he was going to do oh, before he, he took the money? He knew it. No question. That was his plan all along. Take the money and run. Take the money. Do you think he came up with the title first? And then he then he went and bought the thirty nine hundred dollar canvas. Yes, <laughs> I do. That's my theory. I'm sticking to it. Denise, what do you think? I, I think that uh, you know they're in dispute over a contract, but I think there's going to be a new, different type of contract for him <laughs> for, for because him. I think for a lot less they can um, so bump him off. <laughs> are they going to things? call it oh, the for six hundred bucks? They're going to have him put in a hole. Yon, a Jen's yawning, you know. <laughs> script part right. of the you know contract itself mm. you know yeah. the cost of diesel fuel and <laughs> renting a backhoe is ex excavator has gone up ex you know there's a million square miles everglades west of us and there's an entire ocean east of us 600 bucks he could go away i'm just saying okay right. well, new contract 
They're you know, have art to is in the eye of the beholder. So he hung a blind canvas and called it art. Do you think he Who wrapped can dispute up the, with the canvas before he walked in with it? You know, and then he did like a big unveil, or I he do. just walked I in do. with a blank canvas. Yeah, no. I do. I put, he unveiled it like this. Put a sticker yeah. beside it. It's like the king's well, new clothes. What's that little nursery book about the king's it's invisible still had, clothes? It probably still had the price oh, sticker on it from Michael's craft shop. You know which book I'm talking about. Well, joining us here at the table is Made Man Brent. All I know is you guys said Pete way too many times for me to be in that first episode. <laughs> so I think it was 27. Uh, Brent, you've heard our discussion here about this artist. Do you think that his canvas was um, too big or too small for 3900 bucks? Well, definitely too small. <laughs> Would you just pull in like an 8 by 10 and just, you know, like some double stick tape and just slap it on the wall and go, I'm done good. Just rent a projector and, and, and put post the image on there and it's cheaper. cheaper well, way somebody to do did it. duct tape what? A banana or a banana <laughs> yeah. peel to his canvas last year or the year you before? Know, should he get for exactly. that banana? Exactly. You know, duct tape. No. And then some guy went up and took it off and ate it. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. That, I forgot about I that. I know what you're thinking. It wasn't me. <laughs> well, it I wasn't there. Well, I think the exhibit that we should go for would be of Brent sitting in his chair, drinking scotch, going, it's too much Pete. <laughs> Call it unhappy, unhappy whiskey, mm-hmm. American whiskey, gentlemen. Well, I'm so glad that uh, Brent has joined us for the next part of our discussion here about age and whiskeys for our American whiskey series. Now, I know that I called this bourbon. I will tell you that these are not all bourbons, you know, in this lineup. So don't go there. Uh, but they are all American whiskeys. They have none of these have been finished in anything. It's just, again, the dislit and wood and time and have been poured in here in our glass. So uh, we're going to go through the same process here. Um, step right up. Let's let's hear our uh, carnival barker here, Bob, to uh, introduce us to this segment. Play the game. Everyone's a winner. Yeah, hear that, Justin? Everybody's a winner. So everyone yeah. gets a trophy. <laughs> uh, sample A. Uh, you know, did you think it was the youngest? Did you think it's oldest? You know, what age did you think it was? Uh, we'll start with uh, Made Man Mori here. Well, I'm sorry that you started here because unlike the scotches, unlike the scotches, I found these incredibly difficult to age and to decide which was the oldest, youngest, etc. I thought they were all nice. I didn't want to pour any of them out. I enjoyed them thoroughly and I am clueless as to number one. (laughs) Yes. Really? Non sequitur passes. You can say it depends if you want to. You can go for it. You well, know. it doesn't actually depend. It's just that it it's it's nice. It's delicious. Made man Brent, what'd you think of sample A? I thought sample A was the youngest. The youngest. I, I thought it was the youngest. I thought it may have been a blended. Um I thought it was like a seven year. And that's what I would put it at. Oh, I put it six to eight. <laughs> So right, so, right, so right there, yeah. But so, I didn't so pick it as I'm the going youngest. To say that you didn't pick it as the youngest. I did huh? not. Oh, I changed my notes. You changed, but it? I put sample A. Well, a I six put it as the youngest. Here. I only put it as youngest because it was the one that I would that I was least impressed with. Okay. I enjoyed them all. Okay, I enjoyed them all, but I would just because so. So I'm one of these people. I think sometimes he enjoys anything with ethanol. Yeah, yes. <laughs> anything that sounds like a good T-shirt. You know. I'll, I'll anything for anything with ethanol. So if you had to guess an age, one boob for uh, ethanol. Yeah, probably, <laughs> absolutely for sure. Oh yes, <laughs> six, eight, ten, twelve, twenty-four. Hike. 
So what's, I, your, I, what's your guess? The age? age yeah. I said seven, yeah, seven years seven. old. Oh, I said seven, yeah. I said six. All right. Made man Bob, would any quick notes here on this before the break? Um I'd say probably six to seven. Six to seven. Any other tasting notes you want to talk about? Um it was a little bit light. Um the nose on it was okay. It's not really jumping out at me, so hmm. interesting. Uh my own uh, quick tasting notes and guess here is I actually thought this was the oldest. Um, some of my tasting notes, it was kind of sweet. Um, I thought there was some wood um, on this. Um, you know, I was probably guessing that this was maybe 12 um, was probably my guess, you know, around this. So I'm the outlier in terms of guessing age. Hey, we'll be right back after this break. Hey, welcome back to this episode of Sips, Suds, and Smokes on today's Sips segment. We are talking about age statements, not the age of Made Man Maury and whiskeys. Well, and uh, we can talk about you. We can talk about your second walker if you want, man. Okay. So, <laughs> I like the green one. If I saw him in you half, know? you couldn't count the rings. Come on. Uh, we were so. What we're doing here today is we have three samples of American whiskeys A, B, and C. We're just talking about what is our best guess about the age of these and some of our tasting notes and our rating for this product. What is going to be your rating here for sample A? I gave it three sips. Oh, sorry. Bob, what's yours? All right. We're going to call it a three. Interesting. And the big reveal here of what sample A is going to be is Evan Williams, 12. So, right, uh, yeah, right off the bat with a, a reference standard right there um, should have been, you know, dead middle of everything. And uh, I'm the who said 12. Did I say 12? I don't think I did. I don't know. what. I well, several of us gave it the oldest. Did you give it the oldest? No, no, uh, I no. did not. Six, seven, six and 12 were the ages that I wrote down. Well, you don't but I, I thought it. everything else was younger. Okay. So uh, it was oh, still my oldest. Oh, 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 okay. Of course yes, he did. Yes. Yeah. I yeah. thought it was the oldest. So yeah. I was a little off on that. Yeah. I mean, this is. Yeah. This is and, a and she just has really, small really hands. Well. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I mean. Yes, Sean. Thank you. This is uh, this is in the middle, you know, from the age statement perspective. Um, I mean. I would argue it's on the older side of bourbon. There are not a lot of mainstream bourbons older than 12. That's sad that you would say that now. I, I don't true. think that that you was always them. the case. No, but I agree. You can't so get Evan Williams twelve is probably a little difficult to get a hold of. You know, no, but it's okay. But everything else that's older that is mm. impossible to get a hold of. Man, man, Brent, what did you think? Was that even remotely close to what you thought you were enjoying? No, not a, not even remotely close. So. Mm. I thought I was drinking a, a, like a blended whiskey because it tasted more. I, di- I didn't have any notes that put it out to any particular distillery, and so that's why I thought it was. I thought it was a blended and young at that. Mm. You know, seven years old. I I nailed so. Well, I will help you through some of this. Uh, so, none of these are a blended age. These are all age stated products. That we have, we have one single barrel in the in in here, so um, that's the only sort of ish ringer ish, you know, kind of thing that I did here with the layout. Let's hear the Carnival Barker invite us here for sample B. Play the game, everyone. 
one's a winner. Yeah, that was for you, Made Man Brent. Everybody's Thanks. We are all winners here. Yes, except some people. That Even are Brent got a trophy lobby. today. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Sample B, what did you think was the age of this one? Well, that was a tough one. Ooh. I thought it was... I, I, I called this the youngest. You called this the youngest? Yeah. And I can see why you would call it the youngest, you know, because it was... It was a little green and, uh, and, and woody, and, but then there were, it was green. And I'm like, hmm, you know, uh, I'm, it's for me, it's got to be the youngest. Huh. I don't know. It's young. Yeah. Young, but not... I don't Take know if it's the youngest, the youngest of the five. three. Five. After it sat with air it four. for a long four. time here, it really, it really does five, come I out. Four. What am I going to get here? I got four to five, six. What is going to be age here? Six. It'll six be. It is. All right. Bobby Joe. Bobby Joe. What do you got from Bobby Joe? Six. Six. What? Well, so, Denise, what drove you to some of that conclusion of you know, was it the presentation of the wood or? Uh, around this or i mean why did you think it was so young oh that's a good question well at first i didn't think it was that young but then on the finish it just was very green and young and i went back and i tried it again and a third time and it's just still there i actually like the flavor i like the wood it's almost a little too oh i'm recording that clip yeah Definitely. <laughs> you have a copy of that? Um, First off, you started out with Denise, here's the presentation of the wood. The wood. <laughs> and when you said that, Maury had a flashback to their honeymoon. Um, but there's a, a lot of wood without the complexities of the other flavors that I really enjoy. Huh. So, Sounds like a frat party. Yeah. Interesting. So that's why I called it the young. A lot of wood young. without any complexities. Young and inexperienced wood. I got it. I thought the proof of this one was higher than the other one. Yes. You know, higher so, than number one, yes. but not as right. high as number three. Right. Right. Mm. And this one, right. this one kind of threw me off as like, I, yes. I originally thought it was about a, I thought it was about an eight. And then I dropped it down a little bit just because after, after I came back and revisited it after about 15, 20 minutes, it, I dropped it that, down to a I four. Will tell yeah. you that so but I proof could be of wrong. all these products are very, very close to each other. Well, I they will are, tell you number they? three drank so none, hot. So none of them are at, uh, are at proof i think these are all about 105 to 118 is probably the range of all three of these products so um but I that tried just to goes to show fair, you that so. yeah. that that proof too can be very deceiving we've drank stuff that's really high proof and doesn't drink hot at all and we've drank stuff that's low proof and yeah drinks yep. hot so, so my yeah. own notes here around sample b i you know it's very sweet it has a floral component around um was there some wood around this you know i i got marzipan i thought it was overwhelmingly marzipan on both the nose and the power i wrote it down as a four-year-old it was the youngest of the flight you know from my perspective called it five so you know i so that's a lot of four fives and sixes Mm -hmm. um how are you guys going to rate this particular product here for sample b is going to be a three for sample b interesting and sample b is going to be spit it out tell this, us <laughs> this is the oldest product which is actually dickel and it's an what? 18 year single not barrel that. uh product that, so that yeah peanut, that peanutty corn comes out afterwards you know yeah yeah yep this was mike screw with you at choice here so um what was the proof um I, the bottle is over there i'm gonna ask justin to pull it out of the box he can bring it over here uh so you guys can check it out again um 
Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty interesting that. Uh, so th- it was. Uh, I was actually talking with uh, um, good old gal Carrie Ann, you know, to help me with. This is what I picked as a twelve-year pick dickle the other night. Yeah. So it's fifteen-year dickle. This this is eighteen-year dickle. This, oh, this is, is a f- single barrel um, that was actually you know bottled in two thousand three, and uh, this is a store barrel pick. On the label, they put fifteen. 15 but that is for a point of convenience with TTB labeling. Um, but yes, this is a documented 18 year oh. single barrel from Dickel. Um, yeah, so this is oh, that was a surprise. 59 bucks one day before yep. my birthday. I'll take that one. Yeah, <laughs> are you gonna trade the Bowman from me? You know, <laughs> you're gonna take both. I don't even know why I even thought that he was gonna share whatsoever. I don't know what makes you think you're getting either. <laughs> so, uh. I, you know. There are, uh, so I will tell you a little bit of story that's going on right now with this particular product. Um, Nicole is part of her going through a lot of the inventory. She's come on board at Dickel. She's really crawling through vast range of age statements and figuring out what products, you know, need to be blended and single barrels. And then she has some things that are completely out of character of mainline Dickel and, so one of the things they've done in the middle Tennessee market is they have released about 30 single barrel advanced age Dickel products. And so the local retailer groups, and I don't think that this is going to be outside of probably that market. It might go statewide, but so it's interesting. I've tasted probably maybe 10 or 15 of these barrels, um, actually a part of a picking group. We've picked four of, of those barrels and I've been very surprised at, just how little wood is really on some of these products. And the the last release that they did of an advanced stage product was the Dickel 17 and the 375, which I absolutely hated that product. I and did not like most that Most people did not I, like I, that. I did not either. like that at all. Yeah. And so I still have one. I think what's interesting is they're actually going to go back and revamp that product, Brent. You, you can cheer now. Um, and they're going to re-release it, and they're actually using more of this style of you know advanced stage dickel for the new H State Seventeen. I think they're going to call it Seventeen. So, huh. yeah, worth it, sixty bucks. Is it worth? Yes, it's worth sixty dollars. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That it is. And I might even buy a nickel product for sixty dollars. But we run into people all day long that they're like, you know, you know, really, it's going to. I mean, a seventeen-year-old Dickel should be selling for a couple hundred bucks. You know, it's like well, the, three, you know, a, an eighteen-year Heaven Hill is, you know, it's you can't buy it all, you know, at retail for one hundred and fifty dollars. Well, I think that seventeen three seven five was one hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, it's you know, it is pricey. Well, in sixty, you're talking well, that seventeen three seven five also jaded a lot of people. So right, so I mean, you're talking a you're talking a full seven fifty for sixty dollars versus a it was expensive and wasn't that good. You right. know, if it was cheaper and it was a lot better, then you know you wouldn't mind ponying up a little bit mm. more money. Right. Well, let's get to our last bourbon here with sample C. What did you think of that one? My favorite. Mm-hmm. Your favorite. This one was the my favorite. favorite too. This was the favorite of them all. You okay. Know, very. I thought it was very well balanced. I loved. Uh, I love the pop of it. You know the. You like uh, the wood. The wood is nice. Yeah. It's sweet. But I mean, it's florally, yeah. But it's more than just woody. wood, though. It's nice. It's more than wood. It's 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 a it's well balanced. There's nothing nothing one nothing that's overpowering on it. Um, Age statement guess. 
Yeah, age statement guess. I was going to say 12 years. 12 years. I said 10 to 12 years. 10. All right. I thought it was young. Um, you did. Young. Yeah, I thought it was young. I gave it four to five. Well, I'm going to call it five. I thought it was Any really nice. Tasting? Why? So with that much wood, Maury, I mean, you would think that that would be I think older. I think I, I think I was fooled by the proof. Um, for To me, this drink's hot. It's, it's like one eighteen. This is it's either high proof yeah. or young age or some combination thereof. But I gave it the youngest because of the the heat and the uh, it really needed a little bit of water to tone it down and make it uh, make it pleasant on the palate. I don't think it's particularly old. I think it was just higher up in the Rick House. You know, I think it's like a Stag Junior. You know, it's something that's a little bit higher in the Rick House. It may not be quite as old, but you're getting more of that wood. And well, more of that on that note, I wanted to add from the last one. I thought that the last one was probably from the basement of the Rick House. Uh, to be 18 years old and be that relatively non-woody from Dickel, I'm thinking that was probably in the basement. Hmm. Interesting. Um, we're already in the basement. It's not I know. Here. We're in the basement. Bob, what, your, damp, what damp was your guess? Basement. I'm going to say probably eight. I'm thinking eight to 10, maybe high, high tier. Huh? Like I said, it's more, it's more of a, you know, it's more of a, yeah, this is flavor nuts. forward, wood forward, but I think it's more heat cycled than it is age. Interesting. Uh, my own tasting notes here around sample C, I actually wrote wood, wood, and then it's sweet. And I actually thought this was a bit over oaked and I thought it was the oldest product. Really? of the bunch you know because of just that intensity of wood off this i actually thought it was a 15 year and uh so i you know that was interesting it's obviously not the oldest because we went through that let's uh let's see your ratings here for uh sample c so we're gonna call it a four for sample c and that product is going to be old kirk there you go it's a Old Kirk six-year. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So uh, if you don't know this product, uh, this is... I think is, that would make it the youngest. It's made... Yes. This is the youngest of the flight. That is correct. You got it. And uh, if you're not quite sure uh, about this product, I, th I think have we... You guys you guys uh, tasted and rated an Old Kirk. Not on the show. No, not on the show. the show. So just the flight. Just yeah, the we've bottles. had them. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we'll probably uh, cover more in depth, you know, review this. If you're not familiar with Old Kirk, uh, it's not widely distributed. It's a brand owned by Holtling out of San Francisco. This uh, provenance of this uh, juice is speculative come from Willet. And uh, so this is uh, been sourced. It is being distributed by Piss Brands out of Middle Tennessee. Um, and it is going to be distributed currently in the Tennessee market only and may hit some additional states in the near future. Proof. I will see. So we you think this is a, right here in front of So us, is this a so. pot still? Well, that I is, mean, if you if it's will it, I mean, is it a pot still? Will it or? should be a pot still? If it's I want to say this was at one eighteen. I have yeah. a picture in front of it's me. Definitely more, the hottest. So I'm trying to look at the. I thought it was the hottest of, of the group, but, but could easily just be their column. Yeah. So sorry, yeah. I can't see the so. proof on it, but probably about one eighteen. Well, uh, interesting, you know, flights all the way around. Yeah, so that was fun. Good. I think the first question I have, you know, probably is, has this changed your mind about, you know age statements and you know whiskey and you know thinking that always boulder is better sure it doesn't it 
it doesn't change my mind because I've drank enough to know that age and price and proof yeah. does not mean anything because Come you on. can have you can have something that's younger and it's very good. Or you, I mean, mm-hmm. and I've seen it with things like Peerless at a two year, and you know Peerless Riot like a two year versus some others, you know, and the price doesn't mean anything. And the the proof doesn't mean anything. Just because it's a higher proof does not mean it's better. Right. It just has to taste good. Or old. Right. Just has to taste yeah. good. You know. Right. It's so. Are we are we saying shop with your palate, not with your eyes or well, your wallet? Absolutely. Yeah. But the problem is that very few places allow you, allow to, you, you to taste the before you buy. Mm-hmm. Well, that's very simple. You just listen to this show, and then we tell you, and then you know what to buy. This is true. Done. Or at least help you approach the concept of buying whiskey in a more informed manner and I agree. ask the retailer, can I taste this before I buy it? Because, you know, if it's 300 bucks, I want to make sure it's worthy of 300 mm-hmm. bucks. You know? Or if you taste it and they think it's worth it and you don't, yeah. well, they keep it. Right. Well, I really loved, uh, you know, the discussion we've had today, you know, around all these products. And, you know, I found the whole exercise very enlightening. Look, if I hope you'll replicate this, you know, grab some tasting friends and, you know, blind everything up and, and do this on your own. I think it'll be, you know, rather interesting for all of you. Um, I really enjoyed it. So, um, does internet porn know you're cheating on it? Uh, not today. <laughs> <laughs> well, we really hope you enjoyed this episode. You can catch all of our episodes where you found this episode on Terrestrial Radio, Satellite Radio, uh, iTunes, Google Play, iHeartRadio, CBS Radio, Radio.com, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, TuneIn, YouTube, PRX, and nearly anywhere you can listen to a podcast. Ask Uncle Larry, he will play it for you. The easiest way to find the show is uh, ask any Gen X or within 10 feet, probably, or someone that enjoys glue, <laughs> Alexa, Siri, or, or play podcast, Sips, Suds, and Smokes. We'll be right there. No, Maury, it's not a button on your phone, man. You'll have to upgrade to the walker to get the built-in speakers next oh, time. Oh, thank you. You can't, you can't play it on that cricket phone. I'll take phone. one of your hand-me-downs. <laughs> the yeah. cricket yeah, phone. Yeah, it doesn't play on the cricket oh, phone. Sorry. Pod, like, podcast player. Uh, we, we love your feedback, and you can reach us online anytime at info at sipsudsandsmokes.com. Please do not complain about everybody. Our daily tasting notes flow out on Twitter. Our handle on there is at smokes, and our Facebook page is always buzzing with lots of news. You can also interact with the thousands of other fans on those social media platforms and check us out on instagram at sips smokes or at main man bob do us a favor take the time to rate this episode five stars if you're listening to us online that's a great big help to us and we get your feedback as well well i want to thank my co-host for being here today thank you good old gal denise thank you for the fun and games loved it yeah loved i think it. you're gonna go for the 10 year olds in the future right i think i might <laughs> i think i might main man maury i've always said she's a cradle robber <laughs> hey thank you it is 2021 brent it was always a pleasure to be here Maid man bob always a good day hey thanks for joining always. us come back and enjoy another great episode of sip suds and smokes this is good old boy mike asking you to keep on sipping This has been a one tan hand production of Sip Suds and Smokes, a program devoted to the appreciation of some of the finer slices of life. From the dude in the basement studios, your host, the good old boys, will see you all next time.